Hello everyone, my name is Rick, Rick Van Bruggen from Neo Technology, and uh, here I am again recording another podcast episode for our Graphistania podcast. And today I'm joined by someone from the City of Lights, uh, Paris, uh, Florent Beville. Uh, thank you for joining us, Florent. Yeah, thanks for uh, having me. Fantastic. Thank you for coming online. And uh, yeah, Florent, maybe the best place to start is for you to introduce yourself to our uh, listeners. Uh, I know you've been very active in the Neo4j community, but uh, maybe you can introduce yourself. Sure. So um, as you said, I'm uh, based in Paris and I work there in a company called uh, Criteo. So just in a few words, Criteo is one of the rare non-American companies that uh, can compete with uh, Google and Facebook. So, But on the domain of uh, ad online advertising and more specifically in the domain of uh, retargeting. So basically, we're just trying to promote the best uh, quality advertisement uh, for uh, for users at scale. So that's basically what we do. Wow. Is that a French company, yeah, Florent? Uh... Yes, uh, three co-founders are French. And so now we have offices all around the world. And uh, engineering is mostly based in Europe, but we have offices yeah, in, in the US, in uh, South America, in Turkey, in England, in France. And so many countries, I, for I forget, but yeah, we are in a big expansion and we are hiring also, by the way. <laughs> That's a nice plug. Very well done. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Flora, so, so is there, what's your relationship to the world of, world of graphs? Then? You know, how did you get into graphs? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Uh, so... During my first job, actually, that's the time I first heard about Neo4j. Also, we didn't use it directly. We were interested in a graph database for fraud detection because we were selling uh, video games activations. And uh, every time there was a fraud detected, it was usually detected too late. So we had to pay chargebacks from the bank. So it uh, it's lots of cash uh, wasted. And also the activation keys could not be reused afterwards. So we were basically burning uh, activation key stock. So it was really a huge waste, and we and we were trying to push a lot of efforts into improving the fraud detection for for our video games we were selling. Mm -hmm. So that was basically my my first contact with Graph Database. How long ago is this? So it was, I guess, in 2010, something like that. So Ooh, that's a long time ago. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, then afterwards, I continued for my personal project. Uh, I, I really wanted to dig into that because uh, I don't know. I just saw five minutes of Cipher and I said, "Wow, that's so powerful and so interesting." Even if it's if the language was uh, still young. And uh, so yeah, I pushed. Uh, I, I tried Neo4j for my personal projects later on, and then I joined a small company. We became partner with Neo4j. We, I guess we were one of the first in France, actually, to, to become partner. And I, and I continued with some uh, consulting gigs with uh, startups or uh, bigger companies, sometimes uh, with uh, Neo4j employees as well. So that's how, basically, I spent between, you know, 2012 and maybe until one or two years ago. Mm -hmm. So, so, and you've been developing some open source software around Neo4j as well, right? Uh, Liquid Graph. Uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit about that as well. Sure. Uh, so, I got the so Liquid Graph is uh, based on the project called LiquiBase. So, LiquiBase is a migration tool for uh, relational databases. So, the ideas and the concepts are very similar in Liquid Graph, and the idea is the same. Basically, you define your migrations in Cipher. And it will uh, so you organize them in a chain in chain sets, 
and then your change set will be executed incrementally and that's how you can manage uh, your model migration because that's not always easy that's uh, because neo4j is schema optional so it's very flexible but sometimes maybe it's too much flexible and you need some structure to to be sure your model evolves in a good way yeah so that's <laughs> i always say you know with freedom comes responsibility right you have to have something overlooking the the schemaless nature right yes exactly yeah. i could i couldn't have said it better actually so yes we are in active development right now we've did uh, we've done some releases already we are working on some new features to get a bit more on par with liquibase so we're not as complete as Liquibase yet. We really worked on the main priority features, but we, we are getting there and uh, hopefully in the, in the following weeks, uh, we should have a new release with uh, even uh, better features, especially when we deal with uh, large data sets. Wow. So, really good. And this is all open source, right? You can find this online and you can, you can just, you know, Take a look at it and, and use it if you if you if it's useful for you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you yeah. just go to liquigraph.org and that's a starting point. Sweet. So, can I ask you, you know, the question that I ask every one of my interviewees, you know, why, <laughs> why did you get into uh, graphs? And you know, you you mentioned that it was quite some time ago, but you know, what was the what was the main thing that attracted you to uh, to uh, to get into the the world of graphs? Well, when I started, so it was really, how can I say, like uh, my, the developer in me, I, I just saw the power of Cypher. I mean, wow, that I could express complex queries so easily that, I don't know, just that, really Cypher was the starting, the selling point for me. Just to see how, how easy it was to create a graph, how easy it was to express queries. Even though I didn't have any specific uh, project in mind necessarily, just the power of it and the flexibility of it just got me into it almost immediately. Mm. That's okay. that's really what got me in, into graphs at, at, the fr at first. Mm -hmm. and, and, and did that love evolve or well, how do you feel about that now? <laughs> is it well, still Cypher mainly or, or are there other things that you really think are you know more more important? Well, I think especially with uh, the three, uh, the version three. I mean, the, the Neo4j really, really becomes more, you know, more and more powerful, especially in terms of uh, because before, yes, you have like uh, unmanaged extensions or server plugins. So even even though I was a Java developer and had no problem with that, it still didn't feel as natural as uh, as with other databases. Uh, I would say so. The latest additions uh, of Neo4j3 really makes makes it like a robust, ma mature product. You know, like what would you what you would expect from a database, like uh, binary protocols, some drivers, and some uh, well-defined uh, way of uh, extending the, the behavior. Yeah. So, have you looked at the procedures yet? I suppose you have. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. and that even gave me the idea of another small open source project I created. Because when I started, I started playing with the procedures like a month ago or something, okay. and I noticed so the runtime was very nice. I mean, whenever I made a mistake and I deployed the procedure, I really got a detailed message. And then I thought, oh, okay, that's nice. The runtime gave me the error. What if I could get the error earlier? And that's how I got the idea of writing a, a kind of compiler to 
remain simple, that basically whenever you compile your procedure, even before you deploy it to Neo4j, you will get uh, detailed feedback about what you did wrong or not. So that I just very add, useful. Yes, and I just added that to the repository of uh, Neo4j awesome uh, procedure or something, you know, APOC. Yes, APOC, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the and, name, and, we, we are so good at naming, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm no better, so I, I won't even start on that. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Exactly. So, Florent, for maybe uh, just to, to, to um, approach another and maybe final subject, you know, where do you yes. think this is going? You know, where, what, what does the future hold, both for, you know, the graph industry, but also for things like Liquid Graph or some of your other projects? You know, how do you, how do you see uh, the wonderful world of graphs evolving? Well, first, uh, I, I think it's going to, at least what, what started with version 3, and I'm sure it's going to continue this way, is you will have more and more uh, integration with the external tools. So especially with the rework of the JDBC driver, for instance, it will definitely help see uh, Neo4j used in, uh, I don't know, with some BI tools or, or even more. So that, 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 yeah. sounds very, that looks very promising. And uh, hopefully, I don't know, for Liquid Graph, hopefully, so we will uh, reach uh, a, a version 1.0 and see uh, and see people use it and report. So that's that's all I hope uh, on my side, and maybe more contributors as well. But 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 when I see, for instance, you know, Panama Papers, that's that's a very great example of uh, how Neo4j could be used, and it's great to see. Uh, a big public example of something that is not a social graph. I mean, that's very interesting. And I'm sure we will have more and more examples like this, maybe in journalism and maybe in other fields. Absolutely. I hope so, too. I mean, I mean, for the journalism part, I don't know if you saw that, but we've actually announced a, a journalism accelerated program, whatever that means. But it's all about, uh, you know, helping uh, journalists or publishing organizations get started with uh, with uh, Neo4j. I think uh, I'm hoping that we'll see a lot more of that as well. So that would be great. Very cool. All right, for uh, I, I, as I told you before, you know we like to keep these podcasts fairly short. So I mm -hmm. want to thank you for uh, coming online and um, spending some time with me. I'm sure you'll get a lot of uh, interest uh, once we publish the Bubble podcast um, for things like Liquid Graph. And uh, I look forward to meeting you again at one of the community events at the meetups, maybe. Yes, sure. Absolutely. Thank you, Florent. Uh, thanks a lot. Bye.